Welcome to I Can Relate with your host, Chosen King Willie, where we will talk about relationships from God's perspective, meaning what the Bible teaches on relationships, the do's, the don'ts, and how to maintain healthy, godly, loving relationships. On our first episode, we will be talking about a five-part series entitled Before Woman. Five things God gave Adam before he brought him his helpmate whom Adam married and God blessed it and allowed Adam to marry his helpmate which became his wife or as we know it today as his wife. In today's episode we will briefly discuss the five things God gave Adam before he gave him a woman and in the following weeks we will go into more details about the five. But before we get started let's just take a moment of prayer. Father God I love you. There's none like you in all the earth. I thank you for Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Lord God, I thank you for my new birth, my newborn again spirit, Lord God. I thank you for the word of God. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. And I thank you for all my Christian brothers and sisters, those who are preaching on the forefronts and your generals, Lord God. I thank you for the word of God that allows me to teach and preach your word as you would have it so that others may come into the kingdom as well because it's not about me but it's about you and me and you live in my life and in the life I now live as Paul said I live by the son of God who loved me and gave his life for me Lord God I just thank you and for all that you're doing for everyone that's listening everyone that will listen and all those are who have yet to hear Lord, I thank you, God, that you're moving miraculously in this earth and in this final push before the the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord God, I thank you for all that you've done, all that you will do, and all that you're still doing in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, and I believe you, Lord. Amen. Okay. Let's get to the five things. Man was given before woman. Number one. He had the new birth or the born again experience before he had woman. And we'll go to Genesis 126 and we'll read from there so you can see it for yourself. And if you're with me, if you're listening to me, get your Bibles out. Go to Genesis 121 verse 26 through 27. And it reads, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man, verse 27, in his own image. In the image of God, he created He created him. Male and female, he created them. And that's just talking about how God created the man. But to talk about the new birth, we're going to go to Genesis Chapter 2, a little bit from this, chapter 2, verse 7, which reads, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. I've heard my favorite preacher say it like this, and my favorite preacher being my pastor. He said, if man became a, a living spirit when God breathed into him, what was he before God breathed into him? And he was dead. He was a dead, he wasn't alive, he was just dirt. But when God breathed into him, the Bible says in verse 7, chapter 2, verse 7 of Genesis, And the Lord formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. So man 
was a dead being to start off with. And when God breathed into man, he became a living being. Or we like to say a living spirit. So that's what the one of the first things Adam had before he had anything else. He had the born again spirit, the new birth experience. Before he had Eve or anything else, he had the newborn spirit. Now let's look at the second thing Adam had before he had woman. He had the word of God. And for this, we're going to go back to Genesis 126 through 30, and we're going to read it. And it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill up the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of the on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seeds. To you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. So we see there that they had the word of God to be fruitful, to multiply, to fill up the earth, to subdue the earth, and have dominion over the works of his hands, which means all that he created and all that the whole earth was under man, the born-again man's control, which was Adam, before the fall. This is pre-fall, before the fall. Now, this is what God had given man. He gave him the new birth. He gave him the word of God. Now let's look at the next thing God gave man before he gave him woman. Man had the presence of God. Let's go to Genesis 2, verse 8 through 18. Let's go look at it. And it reads as such. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the garden the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food the tree of the life the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil now a river went out of eden to water the garden and from there it parted and became four river heads the name of the first is pishon it is the one that which skirts the whole land of havilah where there is gold and and the gold of that land is good Bedelium and the onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Hadilakil. It is the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Out of every tree of the garden you may eat freely, 
But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Now, all I read all of that to show you guys that he was, he had the presence of the Lord. He had the word of God. Well, first he had the new birth experience, the word of God. He had the presence of God because God was uh, talking to him. And in order to talk to a person, unless you're, you're communicating um, either telepathically or um, in a way where you're not talking directly, which the scripture clearly shows they were talking directly because he told him directly, hey, look, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. This is what I expect of you. So he had not only the new birth, he had the word of God. He had the presence of God, meaning God would talk, come to him in his presence and talk with the man face to face because they were both born from the same spirit. God breathed into him, so God must have breathed out his spirit into the man. And it's all in your Bible. It, we can get into that in later details, and that, that's for later shows. We'll get into that. Um, that's just to establish the third point of what God gave him. Now, we know based on the third point, the fourth, it just, I just proved my fourth point, communication with God. He was communicating with God according to Genesis 2, 18 through 19, which we just read. According to Genesis 2 and 22, which we, did we read? Yes, we did. And God, I'll read it again. Out of the King James, that's what we're reading. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. So, the, okay, so that's talking about, oh, that's verse, uh, my apologies, that's verse 22 of chapter 1. Let's go to 22, chapter 2, and we'll see. Then the rib. Then the rib which the Lord had taken from the man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. This is talking about the fact that God was communicating with the man still. Um, because he had put him to sleep, and he was in the presence of God, and he had heard God say, it's not good for man to be alone. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and the and his wife, and were not ashamed. That's been up for some discussion in certain circles. We're not going to touch it right now. We just want to establish that the Lord was communicating with his man that he had created. Because he had the same spirit as God. He had the word of God. He had the presence of God. He had godly communication with God. Now let's go to our final point before we wrap up this first episode. And that's God. He had a godly assignment. And in order to see that, we need to go to Genesis 2, 18. And then we're going to look at Genesis 2, 19 through 20. So we're going to look at both of them. And they're both, they're right here. Verse 18 says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Now, you'll say, well, that's not saying he had an assignment. Well, let's read the next two verses. Out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air 
and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that's what that was its name. So there you see he gave him an assignment to name the animals and all the things that he had created, both the birds and the things that creep it. That was Adam's assignment. Now let's read verse 20. So Adam gave names, or Adam fulfilled the assignment, gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. So what that's saying to us is that he he knew God had said, he must have heard God say that he was going to make him a help me suitable for him because it says in all of those it was not so basically he must have been looking for the help in the assignment but God had create was going to make the help to help him finish the assignment because God had an assignment for the man so that tells us right there those five things that God had gave man before a woman he gave him the same born again spirit or the same spirit that God had he gave him the word of God which was to to show him the way and lead him and, and guide him. He gave him his presence, so he was constantly in the presence of God. He had communication with God, so he had the presence of God. He had godly communication. He had a godly assignment. He had the same spirit as God, and he had the word of God. So man had everything that he needed in order to do the five things God told him. Be fruitful, multiply, fill up the earth, subdue it, have dominion. God gave him five things that were going to help him do the five things he required of him. And I just saw that sharing this this with you guys. That's why it's so good to share because when you share the word of God and you share the things that the revelation God has given you, a lot of times what you'll, you'll see that in the word talks about it. As you give out and pour out of yourself, the Holy Spirit and God himself will pour into you. As you're pouring out for others. So as you're making sure others are being fed spiritually, mentally, financially, however, God will pour into you. You know, so I'm doing this to to be obedient to God, to pour into others so that he can pour into me so I can pour out even more unto others. It's all about you guys. Well, those are the five points in, in closing and in conclusion. Let's wrap them back up. The five points, the five things that God gave men before he gave a woman. He gave him the new birth. He gave him the word of God. He gave him the presence of God. He gave him communication with God. And he gave him a godly assignment in order to do the five things that God needed him to do. Be fruitful. Multiply. Fill up the earth. Subdue it. And have dominion over all that God had created. The man was supposed to rule over the earth because God had given him everything he needed in order to do so. That's our time. Thank you guys for listening. And come back and listen to us again next week as we go into point number one, the new birth, and how that set man up to do all things along with the other five. But that was one of the first things man needed was to be one with his creator. That's our time. And again, this is I Can Relate with your host, Chosen King Willie. We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye.